Crow Hill here. Today we drink a cocktail and discuss Texas. Hello and welcome to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill. Good evening, Pigweed. Good evening, Grohill. Good evening, Long Chinas. Ah, yes. Uh, what's on your mind, Pigweed? Civil War. Civil War. I thought the show was about Texas. Well, it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know Texas and the Civil War, but yeah. Texas joined the Confederacy in 1861, mm. but I can't think of any major battles there. No, not yet. Okay. How about uh, this? The Battle of Shelby Park. Or, 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 or wait a minute. I like... Uh, the Battle of Eagle Pass. That one has a good ring to it. Ah, I see. It sounds like it's time for news and booze with Pigweed. Yes, uh, that's why we have booze here, because this show isn't really about current headlines. Right. But sometimes something pops up that is so good we just have to comment. Ah, I see. That's right. And for this show, the news is Texas in the coming Civil War, <laughs> and the booze is the Razor Wire Cocktail. The Razor Wire. <laughs> Razor Wire Cocktail. Appropriate. Yes. All right. Well, so what is going on here? What is, what, so this what is, is a combination this? of mango-flavored vodka, okay. rum, lime juice, triple sec, and uh, orange-flavored liqueur, or, uh, bitter orange-flavored liqueur. Okay. Yeah. All right, kids it's out a there. Complicated <laughs> yes, and it's been. And if you want the recipe, write the show pigweedshow at gmail.com. and, and we'll ask give you for the, the razor wire. Ask for the razor wire. That's correct. All right. So this topic. Mm. You know, I knew that we were going to be doing this topic. I had to take a couple of uh, of relaxers ahead of time because this, uh, this one has yeah, made me angry for like the past 15 years. Yes. You yes. know, I, I've been frustrated and angry about the way we're dealing with immigration for so long that, I mean, it would be nice if I was numb to it, but I'm not. It still makes me angry right. every single time. Well, do so I'm going to try not to get angry. Well, now that we have a, a conservative Supreme Court, did that help uh, at all? No. No. I, yeah, I, I don't even know that we have a conservative Supreme Court, but it, no, it is not. You've got, you've got Squishy Roberts, yeah. and now you've got, uh, what's her name, going over to the dark side. So this, Amy Coney, Coney Barrett. Yeah. Yes. So, so the... <laughs> There's just one, there's this little section in poor little Eagle Pass, Texas, yeah. which is mostly Mexican American. And it is a place, a, there's a major crossing at Shelby Park. And they said, you know what? We're going to put up two miles of containers and razor wire. Well, let's put How a, long is the, you've got 2,000 miles. Yeah, so let's, let's put a little context on this. There are, I think, 28 legitimate entry points. From Mexico, and I think it's twenty-eight. I'm not yes, sure. Yes, yes, yes. The border, the border patrol ha has become a taxi service. Yes, the processing center. But there are legitimate places. There are legitimate places where you can cross the Rio Grande. Yes, that's also terrible. But at, yes. at the very least, but the point is, yeah, if you want to control. turn yourself over to the federal government, that's the border patrol, and then there are places to do that's that. The approved and this place. is a town, right. and this is a park. And have you, have you seen the thing on the other side of these the, these containers? Is there's a golf course? Yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> so, so here you have you have all these like if you want to come from Mexico in the United States, there are I think it's twenty eight places where you can legitimately come in, be processed, say I'm I'm filing for asylum or you'll be given it is. a bus ticket and a yeah. sandwich and <laughs> whatever else, whatever it is. No questions asked. There are legitimate places where you can do that, but there are also places where the coyotes and the Mexican cartels 
have just identified other spots where they've said, no, we're just going to send a whole bunch of people here. Right. And these are most likely, if you're, if you, why, why would you not go to the processing center when it's safe and, and, and easy and run the risk? That's because... Maybe because you have a pocket full of fentanyl. Because you're somebody that we don't yep, want in the right. country. Yep. So Texas says, all right, for this these sections, we're going to put up some razor wire, this two-mile section on the 2,000-mile border, and, and the federal government's not having it. Yep. Wait a minute. How can you possibly want to slow down the millions? What are we up to? Four million... Uh, Nine think, million people say, in four years? I think somewhere between five and nine million people have come in right. under under Biden's watch. Right, which, which, is, which is greater than the population of like 15 of our states. So the, 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 this reminds me of back in during the Obama presidency when Arizona tried to pass a law to basically the, the idea is the federal government is supposed to control immigration. And the reason for that is relatively simple, that because we have free movement between the states, right? Like I can go from Maryland to Pennsylvania to Virginia <laughs> without anybody bothering me, right? I can just papers. go I can go anywhere I want within the United States without anybody bothering me. So the idea of coming into the United States has to be controlled at the federal level because we don't want yeah. Virginia bringing in a bunch of people who then flood Maryland, right? You, you yeah, don't, you don't want that kind of... We, we, we want all 50 states to have different policies on most things. Yeah. But, but not on this. The idea is once you're in the United States, you can go wherever you want because nobody's checking my papers at the border, right? So the, the concept is the federal government is supposed to control immigration. Now, the federal government is not controlling immigration. So Arizona, back in 2010, something like that, passed some laws saying that if, if Arizona finds you in the state and you're not supposed to be here, that they can turn you over to ICE or, or whatever it was. Now, that got shot down by this allegedly conservative Supreme Court. Well, and uh, it wasn't it, as conservative. No, it, wasn't. it, it was, <laughs> yes. was left-leaning, but yes. go ahead. So what happened was Arizona was saying, look, the federal government's not doing its job, so we're going to try to do some of that ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the court shot that down and said, no, it's exclusively the prerogative of the federal government to control immigration. Right, and the state said, okay, then do it. And they said, well, we're not going to do it. <laughs> exactly. Right, so, so yeah, this isn't... this. This, we, we've got this. This is, this is our purview here. All right, well, then do it. Mm -hmm. Well, we're not. And so that was, that, was back, that was back then. In this case, we're all, this Supreme Court, now it sounded more terrible than it actually was because yes. it was narrowly referring to just this location and just the razor wire mm -hmm. and the fact that it doesn't say that Texas has to take down the razor wire. Right. You just can't stop the feds from taking down the razor wire. Yeah, so a lot of so it was narrower than you think, but it's still I don't. It's actually very still, narrow, and a lot of a lot of the news. And they say this is this the, the this is not done yet. Yeah, but. a lot of the news is portraying this as if Texas is defying the Supreme Court or Texas is doing something illegal, but te all Texas is doing is putting up razor wire, and that that's perfectly legal. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing illegal about that. What the what the decision from the Supreme Court was is that the federal government has the right to cut the razor wire if in order to pursue, in order to do their job. Like if, for example, a bunch of federal agents are standing there and somebody is drowning in the Rio Grande and they have to cut the razor wire to go rescue the person, yeah, that, yeah. they're allowed to do that. Yeah, that's, that, that's basically all. The yeah, but that's point. not going on. They have access right now. They're restricting the access to all of the land crossings, but there's a boat ramp there. Yeah. And the federal government does have access to that boat, that, uh -huh. that boat ramp. Uh -huh. So, uh, 
So my God, one area tries to do one thing and the federal government's got to go, no, you're not. You because can't do that. So, so this raises so I many just, questions. It, it, yes, it is blood boiling. It raises Good. so many questions. Yes, it is blood boiling and I'm trying very hard. The cocktail is helping. I'm yes. trying very hard right. to not let my blood boil because right. this makes me very, very Who angry. Who brought the lunch on us? you have to bring the Xanax? Yeah. <laughs> the Xanax would be helpful. That's right. So the, the question I'm always struggling with is what is the motivation of the the Biden administration, the Obama administration, the Democratic Party, and to some extent the Republican Party? What is their motivation in allowing this trampling of our border? Because this has been this has been the it's been top, going on for fifty years. This has been the top one or two concerns of every poll since the Reagan administration, right. Right. Uh, uh, and. No matter who's in charge, they still do it. Nobody, no, I know. No. So what? So what in the world yes. is motivating this? Yes. And so I, like, I can imagine what some of them are. One, one alleged motivation is there are jobs in the United States that that American workers won't do, so we need to import other people who will do those jobs. So listen, right? So, so this is this is the uh, conservative chamber of commerce. Yeah argument yes. that it keeps wages low mm -hmm. and you know you have people right because if nobody if nobody wants to do landscaping work right. then in order to get them to do it you got to pay them thirty dollars an hour yeah and so so and it's right. basically a supply and demand thing if, if labor is too expensive you bring in more workers and the price of labor goes down so that's a good in a sense for industry because now they can hire cheap laborers but it's not good for workers in the united states because it's driving their wages down. it's driving their wages down but if they're then what you then then what you would do is increase the number of legal immigrants that come through exactly because the illegal immigrants are not are going to be exploited by yes. other immigrants yes. you know by uh, the latinos that run the landscaping crew they're the ones that are ripping off Exactly. They're underpaying if the illegal immigrants because they don't have any protection. There's no one, no one for them to go to. If we decide that we need more workers in the United States, yeah. if, if we say we need more workers, fine. Change the number of people who come in legally. Yes, it's so, we're, it's not, sort of, we're not bringing enough. Okay, raise the number. It, but do it according to the law. Yes, it's sort, it's sort of like the, you know, the, the, the seasonal migrant workers. to Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, if, if, it should be a system where... The Nebraska slaughterhouse mm -hmm. or the Eastern Maryland Eastern Shore chicken people can go to whoever mm -hmm. and say, look, we don't have enough people. Can we? We need a thousand people. Can, can, right. Yeah, we need a thousand people. Can you issue visas for these thousand people yeah. so that we can have the workers to get the product? Right. I mean, well, we can, we can do have, something like that. I have no objection to that. If, if we need more workers to do work, fine. Then, then change the law. Or issue whatever you need to do so that they come in legally through a legitimate process, and then you have your more your workers. Why not do that? But something is is motivating mostly the Democratic Party, but to some extent both parties. Well, okay, say, well I would say that. All right, let's just take all right, that. Was, we've we've done the conservative. That's the conservative uh, argument. The, the, right, the conservative chamber of commerce. We, we need group. agriculture okay, workers. Okay, let's we need, so right. what, uh, what? What's the, the then there? Two possibilities on the left. Well, at least two. One is um, the United States is an evil, 
place and that we have all this money because we're evil and we've exploited people. We have to make up for that we by allowing an obligation people to, come. to the third world that yeah. we have exploited. It's all that you know, colonialism, yeah. leftism. Exactly. So we need to allow other people to come in and share the wealth with them. So, so that's that's one argument. Another argument is, um, well, we need to import. Uh, Barack Obama wanted to fundamentally transform America. He said, you know. There's something wrong with America. You're not voting for the the socialist policies that I want. So let's change America. Yes, and bring so in because people. because your 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 bread and butter, Joe Lunchpail, yeah. the Democrat voter for the for the last fifty years doesn't agree with all this. Stuff, does, yes, right. So the, these guys aren't on board with uh, you know the, the trans agenda. Well, this is actually pre-trans agenda, but right, it was, yeah. But with, with with the left agenda of, of Obama and then of Biden, so we're going to abandon those people, and we're going to we need, but we need to replace them with somebody. Yeah. So we'll just import voters because. And the funny thing is, the funny thing is that they assume that these people that they're importing are going to vote their way, which doesn't actually turn out to be the case all the all the time. But or, still, anyway. Or the idea. So, like I said, Eagle Pass. As far as all of the interviews that I saw, everybody there is Mexican. The idea that you're going to get Latino voters, you know, third generation Mexicans who don't even speak Spanish anymore, are going to go, yeah, we're on board with, with uh, the trans agenda. No, 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 with open borders. Oh, it's like, okay. oh, they're letting my people in. Right? They no, they're not. They don't think that way. No. And by the third generation, once you're, if you're a business owner, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, people who come into the country legally are very much against. Allowing people coming in legally, who are who are who want to come Illegal, here, work yeah. hard, and start businesses, and then start paying taxes, and then they realize I'm not sure that the Democratic Party actually is on my side, and they they thought that they they, th- they thought that they think that the, that with you by bringing in Latinos, you get Democrats for life. And, and, right, that's the assumption, and that the Demo- the Latinos that are already here yeah. are going to reward you for open borders yeah. because you know they're what their great lost cousin might be able to come in or something. Yeah. So I think it's a, that's a miscalculation. But but even but if, if you that, can just but, but if you just bring them in by the by, by, you know by the millions, yeah. But even at that, okay, even if you wanted to say that we need to bring in millions of people because okay, whatever. Well, hold on, for because you're you, you want. Voters? For whatever reason. what Whatever your reason is for bringing millions of people into the country. I don't care what it is. Whatever your reason is, change the law so that they come in legally. Why bring them in illegally? But that's, that's what they've been trying to do since the Reagan era, right? No, because they haven't changed the, the limits on how many, how many people are allowed to come in legally. Because nobody has the guts to change it. Right. So, so, so what they do is they allow people to come in illegally, which is, which is just crazy. It's it's unlawful. It's like you're unvetted. The executive, the ex- thing is, you don't know who the, you don't know. Who, I'm willing to crank up the number of people who who come in as long as we know who they are. That they're not terrorists. That they don't have diseases. That they're that, that they're not drug dealers. That they're not molesters. Right. Can we find out? Can we can't we know who these people are? You've got you know these these aren't Mexicans coming across the Mexican border. Mm-hmm. This is all. These are people from around the world who go to Mexico, pay ten thousand dollars to to cartel, and take this 
perilous journey. And they <laughs> right, which used to yeah. be they used they used to take you to your city of choice. Mm-hmm. Now now you have to <laughs> just take them to the border, and the and the U.S. government will take them to their city of choice. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah. And okay, so let's think for just a minute about what damage this is causing to cities all over the country. Because well, that, so do you? Well, I, do I, you I, I, I do want to have a counter argument to that because cities were always relying on immigration mm-hmm. to fill its population. There was always that generational change that occurred, and it was always the in- immigrants that lived and. You know, they came in and they worked and they did the, you know, the shit labor. Right. And then the next generation of those people became Americans. And right. maybe they were educated. And they, you know, so there was let. But, and yeah, yes. During, and during, now it's, that, it's, it's slammed right. out. And, but during and, that time, there there was no welfare state. So now, and the, you know, you came over here, uh, you, you know, you came over here, you went through Ellis Island. And you're on your own. Yeah. And, so, but, and but, but now... Oh, I'm just talking about blood spoiling. Yeah. You, so, know, you know, you know. It, now it's it's taxpayer funds that aren't going to poor American communities. They're now uh, going to illegal immigrants who who aren't even supposed to be here. You should you you can file to come in, and we can check out who you are and make sure that you're not a terrorist or, or, or a rapist or a drug dealer. And then we'll and then we'll bring you in, but not by the millions, not not five thousand a day. Which this is the compromise. This is this is what's on the table right now. They're like, all right, we've got a bill for you here, the the Democrats. How about this? We'll do five thousand a day, and we'll cut it off there. And that's about a million people. So so I guess the question for me is, yes, there was a time in American history where we had factories and other kinds of we had we needed to fill jobs so people came over here it wasn't a welfare state we didn't guarantee them school for their children we didn't guarantee them a place to stay we didn't guarantee them food any of that kind of stuff they came here they had to work but we actually had jobs for them to do and but but do we now have jobs no well we have yeah, in some places, agricultural jobs. Agricultural but, jobs, chicken jobs. Right. Yeah, but, 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 but not in Chicago, in New York not City. in New York City. <laughs> sure. So, I, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean don't you... Because th- New York City can't deal with... New York City well, is getting like one five percent Because, go, of, because of the... the, the the social benefit. Well, I won't say social benefits, but because of the social programs. Yeah. But... That's but if you got them, but there are probably jobs out there. I mean, the more people you have, the more you can grow your economy. The more jobs you create, and that why, then the why are New York that, Chicago that may be haywire and imbalanced right now? Yeah, but, well, it certainly is because New York and Chicago are come sure. belly aching about it. They're saying we can't deal with all these people because we're so putting up in hotels. I know. So, so you you have you don't have you can't afford if that. you well, once I mean, again it gets back to this question of. If you need people to do jobs, if you're New York, if you're Chicago, and you need some number of people to come in and do work in McDonald's, work in hotels, work in whatever right. it is. Okay. Okay, fine. So then then you go to the government and you say, we need this number of people, and you bring in that number of people. But what's happening right now is we have this uncontrolled yeah. mass of people coming in that New York can't handle, Chicago can't handle, Texas can't handle. And it's it's just a total mess. Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean I, yeah, you're right. It's everything's broken about this system, and it's been broken for a long time. But now it's a crisis. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let's get back to the Civil War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, if, the Civil if, War. 
I'm no, no. Uh, cut my, my beard the right way. For you me. can get some mutton chops. <laughs> if so, if the so the border the, the border patrol union has already said that they back the policy, yeah. but they're feds. They work for the federal government. The federal government says, I want you to go in there to cut them down the razor wire, and the Texas National Guard, or local police force, right. says, uh, you're not coming into this park. Uh-huh. What's going to happen? These guys are not, and they say, you have the authority, because the feds supersede the states. Yes. Mm-hmm. The f- you have the uh, you have the authority to arrest those guys. Yes. Yeah, so I want you to go in there and arrest them. So we have had some so situations. This ain't happening. We're we not doing it. We have had some situations in America right. where federal and state uh, authority has come to a head. The Civil War is an obvious example. Uh, when we when forced integration of schools was an example. Well, that, after so Brown that, Board of Education, right? That is when the 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 Fed. Even though it's called a national a national guard, it's the states. It's the Texas National Guard. Yes. Right. But the feds, with certain amount of emergency, yes, declaration of emergency, can federalize the, the right. national guard of the state. They can. Right. They in, can. S- in certain limited cases. That's right. But and you're right. right. They did that in Baltimore often. in 2015. And are, and are, right. And are they going to do that over over a two mile stretch of parkland? In yep. one town. So here's the and thing. Would they, well, go ahead. Here, here's the thing that's, that's, that's weird about that because, yes, Biden could federalize the Texas National, National Guard. Yeah. However, that would – so the problem is, on the one hand, he has, has to play to his base and he has to play to the political elite because basically it's only the radical left and the political elite in Washington who want this – on open borders, everybody coming in. The vast majority of Americans don't want it. They want it to control it. So if Biden were to federalize the Texas National, no. National Guard, that would be that would kill his reelection possibilities. Exactly. So, so there's this long-term strategy. Well, if you know if you're going to buy into the somewhat of a, the replacement theory, mm-hmm. uh, but are you willing to do that at the expense? I forgot. I forgot my printout here. It's here. It's here. It's here somewhere. Anyway, sixty-nine percent. Of people are with Texas. We've got 25 states, state governors, yeah. that are with Texas. Is it worth it to Biden? What kind of position is he in? Yeah. It's it's there's no electoral benefit. He's in a very bad position. If if he were to try to federalize the National Guard, I think that would guarantee a loss in the election. Yes, and, yeah. and to do to to do what to allow an extra thousand people to come through that can just go down that can walk a mile away yeah. and, and come in through the through the proper access point. Right. Right. Yeah. So the, the the issue here is that the federal government refuses to enforce. Okay. So, right. They, so say, they say this is this is our. It's in our purview. Okay, right. and that's and that's fine. There it's are fine. things there are things that are state issues, and there are things that are federal issues. That's completely true, and that's fine. And the states shouldn't interfere with federal issues. The federal federal shouldn't interfere with state issues. That's all fine. The situation here is that the federal government is refusing to follow the laws and to enforce the federal laws. Now that has severe consequences for Texas, and now right. because. Governor Abbott had the sense to start busing people to New York and Chicago. Yeah, well, that's, now, that's, 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 also, that's because nobody, 
because the national media is not going to report on this yeah. until they bring the crisis to their front steps. Mm-hmm. And so, in a way, I hate that we. That I, I hate that you're shipping people to the interior. But what are you going to do? Make make Texas border towns suffer? Well, send them to the uh, sanctuary cities. Who said yes. that they said that they're 100 percent welcome? Hold on, I have, a, I have a question though. In terms of, uh, who, you know, who has who has jurisdiction? Mm-hmm. How about when? ICE says, hey, we know you've got this guy in jail. When you're done with him, let us know because we're going to deport that guy. Right. And they deliberately do not do it. Yeah. So, so that's, they're, there's, there's state defying. They're deliberately this, not that's state, the But that's state defying federal law. So yes. your argument that this, uh, that the border, that the state has no control over its own border. Well, you, you've just decided that it's states can trump federal law. All these people are trying to do, we're not. The states are not trying to make um, new immigration policy. They're just trying to protect protect the citizens of their own state. Yes. And that's all the razor yeah. wire. Yeah. And it does come back to this. So Texas has declared that they're being invaded. It does. So in the Constitution, <laughs> it really does come down to the word, to definition of the word invasion. So that's that's a trick going to be a tricky one. Yes, that's because, where because the, that passage in the Constitution that talks about the state being able to defend itself against invasion really has to do with right. you know all of a sudden the British are landing in New yeah. Hampshire and the right. and, Santa Ana and the Mexicans right. Right. come across the border. Exactly. You, you don't have to wait for the federal troops to come in. Yes, the Texas Rangers can take care of this. Yes, yes. That, that's yes. talking mostly like an armed invasion. So, so by the a question is country well i don't know about that but it's still it's still an armed invasion where the question is going to be is this kind of an invasion where just people are coming across they're not they're not armed they're not carrying weapons as far as we know Um, but you but but so you but the argument would be which apparently they didn't make it very well is that um it is a threat to Mm -hmm. to texas citizens well it certainly is because what what if you have an, an armed invasion, people coming across with AK-47s. Obviously, you have a right to stop them. Yeah. Okay? But what if you have a huge mass of people who are coming across, and they're going to trespass on people's property, they're going to steal things, they're going to they're gonna rape people, or, you know, I mean, not all of them, of course, but s- some percentage of them will. So, yeah. is that... Is that also an invasion there's going to be that's going to be a more tricky legal constitutional right but, well i think that's why it does why it works there because it, at least when you go through the border checkpoint yeah i mean apparently they're they're, they're, they're finding hundreds of thousands of ids so a, a, a hundred feet before the border everybody throws their ids away really and then and then and then they come in so you don't really know who they are huh. but at least at least they're being processed to the point where you know I don't I don't know I don't know if they if they take a blood sample or a DNA swab how, how, how or do they whatever, know who they are? whatever yeah how, how do you know who they are but at least they're kind of being processed and there's at least a picture taken of them and when they came in and what they look you know whatever at least there's something but all this, this is what about those locations where they're just storming across the getaways you you don't you don't have a right to stop those people yeah the, the whole thing is is crazy and the reason the reason it makes my blood boil is because 
we have laws. We have a way to address these things. You know, the, the, the Congress is supposed to pass laws, and then the federal government is supposed to enforce those laws, and the federal government has refused to enforce those laws for decades. And now it's to the right. point... And if you don't... Right. And just because you don't like the laws, yeah. you say, well, you guys haven't changed the laws in a way that I think is going to solve this problem. Therefore, we're not going to follow the law. That's just not how it works. Yeah. And, but is that a reason to break the law? Right? Because, I mean... I mean, mean who's breaking the law? Well... Yeah. We don't know yet, but if the you know, it does the state have the legal right to do something to do well? The, so, so supposedly right. everything Texas has done so far is completely legal. They can put up razor wire anywhere they want. There's nothing. Texas hasn't done anything illegal. So what's go, what's going to the Supreme Court? Well, what? what so they said they said that the federal government has the right to cut it down, but Texas is just standing there going, "All right, if you cut it down, we're just going to replace it." Yeah. So no. that's where that's this, that's, so kind that's of going to the that's Supreme the stand. Court. No, no, that is this, that's where we are now. The Supreme Court is is yes, the federal government has the right to cut down the razor wire. Did not say anything about Texas replacing the razor wire. <laughs> so as it, it was, it was that's why it was very narrow. And so, yeah. so but it, they're it not really helpful. going to do it. Wasn't it. helpful. I mean, and it's not. So it's not. It's not. It's not going to change anything. And it's also going to. It's just ratcheting up the tension. And there is no way that these. That the federal border guard is going to draw arms on Texas law agents yeah. and get the kind of battle, the battle of Eagle Pass that I'm alluded to earlier. So, yeah. it ain't happening. They're they they are going to support their local law enforcement and uh, so is it a deal gonna going to be struck? And is that deal going to make this problem? Maybe not go away, but a wee bit better. <laughs> well, there's some I, further there's so. some further litigation on this matter, and we'll and we'll we'll see. Uh, what I hope comes out of it is that there is some major litigation, and that it rewrites it rewrites how immigration the relationship between the feds and the states on terms of immigration that so, that it turns that it gives more power to the states in this matter, not for deportation but for securing its own borders. See, my, my perspective on this is that the rot is so incredibly deep that I don't yeah. see... The rot in, in the federal government? The rot in Texas? The rot, the rot in, in the federal government. Because, because the Biden administration and other administrations before the Biden administration have refused to do their job, which is to which is to execute the laws, to faithfully implement the laws of the United States of America. Yeah. That's, that's their job. It's the executive branch. They're supposed to execute the laws. They have not been doing that for the longest time. And the remedy to that is for Congress to impeach them to do something, right? That, that is the remedy. Yes. And, the, and the problem is that, that like, it's like the entire federal government, the entire federal bureaucracy is going along with this scam, right? With, we, we've been talking about comprehensive immigration reform since the since the Reagan administration, right? But see, I don't. But okay, whatever comprehensive immigration reform means, it, still, it always means it, 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 but, but it always means the massive uh, amnesty for the illegal immigrants for rewarding millions of people for breaking the law coming in here that is always at the bottom line like all right i got an idea let's let's do this we legalize everybody that's already here 20 million people and then we'll do then we'll give you this oh but even and, and so, but, so so then the other side's like well that's not a that's not a 
It's not a comprehensive solution. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, but but right. even at that, I mean, e- even even given that I agree with you that that's a crappy solution, but even given that, the real problem is that we have laws that are not being enforced, that the federal government refuses to enforce. Yes. And that's that's just wrong, and there's supposed to be a solution to that, and nothing is happening. The solution to the federal government not enforcing the law is that the Congress is supposed to provide oversight or do something, step in, impeach somebody, whatever it is, and none of that is happening. The entire federal apparatus is okay with this lawless situation, and that I, that doesn't sit well yeah, with me. Yeah, because, I, you know, well, they just had the, the one in, uh, what, was it, New, was it New York? Yeah, right. So they go, they go into a an already put upon poor black neighborhood, mm-hmm. and, oh no, Minnesota, uh, Boston, and say, oh, this community center that used to be for the for the people in the neighborhood, right. no, now it houses three. Now we're going to put in three hundred beds. No one's allowed to come in here. Yeah, and it's like, right. oh, it's like, so it's not in the governor's neighbor neighborhood right it's not in any any of the politicians neighborhoods where the where these so and go ahead and and then you also have this problem like in chicago there was this issue in chicago where people who live in these poor neighborhoods are saying look here are these people coming in illegally and you're giving them a phone you're giving them a place to live (laughs) you're giving them money you're giving them food why are we getting phones and money and food and places yes that's why that's why i i it's it's not a liberal, uh, uh, you know, voting ele- election year it win. Doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's an election year win. But you were about to say something. Like that. No, no, I mean, I mean, it, it goes. I mean, are are those people seeking asylum that gets over there? I mean, like if you take a uh, bus of Ill- illegal immigrants. Are the, are those the ones that are processed? Yes, and are, those are the ones are that waiting they, they say for... we're seeking we're, we're seeking asylum. Right. Well, they're like, uh, well, which means which means what? Um, my my country is too dangerous. Well, you, you you're moving to Baltimore. You're you're moving to, to Chicago. It's more dangerous than the city you just left. So uh, I, I don't know if that qualifies. But so how the previous administration? Well, we're going to do this. Like one, give me one minute. Okay. Uh, was that, yeah, you make your claim in Mexico, we'll investigate it, and then we'll let you know. Or you have to show a preponderance of evidence that life is danger- too dangerous for you to live there. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just all you have to do is say so. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, then come back. Here's your court date three yeah. years from now. And we'll – and – Welcome to the interior of the but, United but the States. Thing, the thing that bothers me the most about this is let's let's say that we wanted to give re- a place of refuge for all the people in the world who, <laughs> live, who live in a terrible situation. Okay, let's just say that yes. that was our policy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First of all, <laughs> first of all, that's stupid because every like half the people in the world live in a crappy place, and we can't take half the people in the world. Yeah. What, so, right. Anybody here. Anybody who thinks that their life would be better in America than where you're living right now, come in. Yeah. Is that that's, a policy? That's half the world. Is that a policy? Yeah. No. But but even if that were the policy, even if it would be stupid, but yeah. even if that were the policy, okay, pass a stinking law. You st- that's, the thing, no, no. that's the thing no, no. about it that irritates me the most. No, no. And you still have to come through and make sure that you don't have tuberculosis. Yes. You don't have... Uh, 
right? You, 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 you're yes. not already convicted rapist in your own country. Yes. You know, can we just find out two or three do, things about you? Do it, do it do legally. We put you in, can we get your name, give your social security number, and put yes. you on paper or something? Do it legally in an orderly, reasonable manner. That's that's. But aren't they the doing thing? that? Well, maybe not legally. Well, they're doing it legally, but in an orderly manner. Aren't they doing that for a certain amount of folks? For like, some percentage of them, what they're doing. Yeah, but, I mean, what do you think? So what do you what do you think? So we have legal immigration. Right. We, so, we a per, all right. So, right. A, but the thing is, it's that's usually, like one percentage it's of the usually a family coming. member, yeah. so that you know that right. the person has a place to go. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. they get here, they go and live with a family member. Right. And, that makes sense. Right? And, and that makes sense. And, and you know, else, how many right. people do you think that is? I, I, I don't know, but I would guess that it's certainly less than ten percent of the people who are coming through. No, no, no I mean, what, no. Who? How many legal people come through the legal system? Even if it takes eight, nine, ten years, a year does our legal system accommodate? Oh, it's it's got to be in the tens of thousands. No, no it's like a million. It's a million. So okay. we already. We already take in legally through the proper channels that we already have more people than any other country than all of the other countries in the world. I mean, zero people go to China, right. zero right. people go to Japan. So we already, with the system, okay. take in more than everybody else in the world. So if, if your argument is we need to bring in what? What? That's not what? 11, 12, 16, 32 million people. A year, so even if you could crank the system, jack the system up, so you get more people coming through. How many exactly? What is the what is the good? What, what is the good what, number? What is the number? What is the number? And then and pass sure that as a law and do it properly. That's that's my thing. It's like I'm not opposed to people coming here from anywhere as long you know under certain circumstances. All right, so well, let's uh, do it legally. Let's do it properly. Right, and so uh, at the turn of the century, when people came, when uh, we had a massive surge of people coming from another country, after World War One, then what happened? We closed down immigration. We almost shut it down completely yeah, for about right. sixty years. That's right. We said, "All right, we need to let these people come in and and, and assimilate, assimilate." And these people, the, these people, didn't come in there and go. All right, most important thing to do is to preserve our own culture. The first thing that they did was say, our, we're, we're not speaking Italian in the house. Right. The kids need to learn English. Because well, that's, well, that's a myth, too. I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of myth to that. I mean, we had five German newspapers and six German schools in the city of Baltimore in the late 19th century. That's true. That, that's that, that's true. But the, the, the idea of, of having to – of allowing – this to settle in so that we don't have generation after generation of yeah, when they went German school, speaking, yeah. of German speaking, right. you know. Yeah, it, it, I mean, yeah, you have a point. The, the, so it can't go on, it can't go on indefinitely. When they went to school, they spoke English. You know, or, or unless they went to a German school. Unless they went to a private yeah. school. That's right. Because the, the, well, the yeah. public schools were all speaking English. So the, the, the thing is, when we bring people into our country, there needs to be some level of assimilation into our culture, sure. accepting our values, accepting the way thing, what it means to be an American, all that kind of stuff. We can't, we can't be bringing in polygamists. We can't be bringing in people who think that it's okay. Well, the Mormons to, well, got that already. Well, exactly. And, and that's a good example. Yeah. Because when Utah tried to join the union, we said, no, 
Because of polygamy? Because of polygamy. (laughs) You have to get rid of polygamy before you can join the union. So now we have this situation. Good for the U.S. (laughs) Well, now we have this situation where we're bringing in Muslims who believe in polygamy. We're bringing in other people who have, you know. And and, uh, female genital mutilation. Female genital mutilation. Well, it's part of our culture. Right. Well, I don't care if it's part of your culture. Okay, it's part of your culture, then go live there where it's part of your culture. That's that's your prerogative. Right. But we yeah. can't we can't be bringing people in to the United States who are radically different than the culture and the laws and the, what well, they can we be radically different as long as they're willing to get on board. As long yes, as long as they're willing to get on board with what it means. And you know the biggest problem with the whole thing is you're you're going to come into the United States. <sighs> then okay, you should you should adopt what it means to be American. The problem is we don't know anymore what it means to be an American. We don't have any vision of what being an American means. We don't, we don't, it, these are just a whole bunch of people from who knows where right. coming in, right. radically changing the right. country. It's right. just because, stupid. right. Once you've uh, now, we've had to look to Europe. Europe's already going, you know what? This whole multiculturalism thing isn't working out so great. Well, Britain is going to be Muslim in like 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, no. and all, no. all of them are going, are going, wait a minute. If that's the way we, it's going to go, go, because, I mean, we're, we're assuming that the current children of the Muslims are going to be Muslims in a generation or two. And that's the way, thing, the way things well, are Well, so going. far, that's what it's looking like. And the way things are going, it's St. It, it, yeah, Paul's is going to is going to not be a yeah, it'll church be a anymore. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, here you must shut this thing down. Yeah. Okay. We've got, hold on, hold on, at least got to see the Babylon Bees take. Here we've got Ted Cruz goes out mutton chops in preparation for civil war. And yep. in, in the in the story, the Southern Bells of Texas are lining up, donating their jewelry to be smelted down for razor wire. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, okay. and then we've got we've got Biden here. What is he? Biden cleverly distracts from civil war. I starting World War. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, yes. Babylon B. All we're right. lightening the, this up because the Xanax has not kicked in yet. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, the, you know, I tried very hard not to lose my temper on this one. I think I think I mostly did. But oh, you yeah, great. This is this is some, this is a topic that just makes my blood boil, and I can't stand it. But uh, I don't. I well, don't it's know a if there's a solution. It is a crisis. It's, it's, it's a crisis, but. Is the path forward passing something now that can be amended in the future, showing the American people that a a bipartisan something can be moved forward? Very and unlikely. Then, Very I've, unlikely. I've, because I've I tell you what, I mean, without bipartisanship, it ain't nothing going to happen except for you know mutton chops over there. You know. Yeah, I, I, I say. Yep, yeah, I say. Uh... What you don't want is civil war in Texas. No. people are well armed. <laughs> That's right. And, and it's the most dangerous state to live in. <laughs> All right. So All right. Here's to no civil right. war. Here's to no civil war. All right. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill. Remember to visit us at pigweedandcrowhill.com or send us an email at pigweedshow at gmail.com. <laughs>